Welcome, welcome, welcome to a special episode of Off the Rails presented to you by the Fantasy Tilt Podcast. I am your host, Nate Hamilton, joined as always by my favorite host, Keaton Denlay. How are you, Keaton? Nate, I am doing so great. And I, I always love when we get to do these because you ask me how I'm doing. Yeah. Instead of, right. instead of me well, always caring about you, you get to reciprocate correct. that a little bit. Yeah. But uh, I know you really mean it because you said favorite host and that that that, that touches me. I, I appreciate yeah. that. Well, and, you know, what's favorite about, about this is that you're actually not the host. So this is this is actually working out for, for me. But you are my favorite host because you truly know how to host, which, you know, you, you do an amazing job. But this is off the rails. And I I'm not a host, but this is perfect because let me just I'll, I'm going to break it down for the new listeners or maybe some of the original listeners we've had that you know never caught one of our off the rails episodes uh this is an episode with fantasy football discussion is not part of this at all uh it's a special kind of show where keaton and i go off the rails and discuss various topics again not fantasy football related so in this episode or these these episodes that we do i'm the host uh when we had the off the rails idea years ago Keaton, the genius that he is, said to me, hey, Nate, we really want to go off the rails. So why don't you host? Right. And yeah. I, I probably should have been insulted. But instead, I couldn't agree more. Having you leaned in a, and I appreciate it. Yeah, you really absolutely. I mean, having me as a host is certainly off the rails. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, in this episode of Off the Rails, we'll be throwing out some life hacks that each of us have researched. And we'll discuss each one. And that's as far as we've gotten because we purposely do not prepare for these off the rails episodes to stay true to the hashtag brand. Right. And just to make it clear how little we prepared, he said researched. I did no research. <laughs> I, I didn't realize I had homework or that I was supposed to research anything. I just I, hope that these are useful. Okay. Research, I just try to make it sound fancy and I say discuss instead of talk because it just sounds like we are we know what we're talking about. Research is for the other podcasts that we do. We research stats and everything on that Very one. True. We don't research for this. Come on. Very true. I mean, okay. I took about 10 minutes to look up six or seven life hacks to, to talk about in this episode. So Fantastic. that's what I did. Um, but if anyone does remember these off the rail episodes sit back enjoy laugh interact with us how can you do that tweet at the fancy tilt podcast and uh at fancy tilt pod and you know tell us what you think but before i get into our life hacks and the the meat of our show i'm gonna kick off the episode with some weird news stories we interrupt this program for a breaking news story All right, Keaton, are you ready for the first one? <laughs> no, but yes. Also, yes. Okay, I'm going to try to get through this, all right? <laughs> all right. <clears throat> and I know what's what's hilarious is, you know what? No, I'm going to save that for, for, for the last one. So right now, 
Okay. Story number one, a Massachusetts woman accused of assaulting officers with a swarm of angry bees. Okay. A Massachusetts woman stands accused of using a swarm of bees as a dangerous weapon, according to a county sheriff. She, after she allegedly unleashed a hive of angry insects on deputies trying to serve an eviction notice. When she arrived at about 9.15 a.m. local time, towing a stack of manufactured beehive with an SUV, Woods, who's this woman's name, exited the vehicle and tried to open the lids of the unleash and unleash the bees, the department said. A sheriff's deputy tried to stop her but as the agitated bees started getting out and circling the area, he pulled back. She then smashed the lid of one of the hives and flipped it onto the flatbed, agitating the bees, the sheriff said on Wednesday, whenever that Wednesday was. They swarmed the area, stinging several officers and bystanders who were nearby. One deputy was taken to the hospital where he was treated. Meanwhile, this woman put on a professional beekeeper suit to protect herself, and she carried a tower of bees to the front door of the home, trying to stop the eviction. At that point, deputies arrested her. Now she's facing four counts of felony charges of assault and battery by means of dangerous weapon and three counts of assault by means of a dangerous weapon. She also faces a misdemeanor dis disorderly conduct charge. So how do you feel about bees, Keaton? Oh, there's so much to unpack here. Oh my God. Okay. So first of all, this person is a beekeeper. She's got a yep. professional beekeeping suit. Correct. So she yes, has a, she, she has a talent. She does. Presumably. And she also has the, the stomach for not being afraid of bees or, you know, obviously she wouldn't be able to be doing this. Right. But she's also being evicted from, for, mm -hmm. for not paying rent, I assume. Mm -hmm. That is correct. But it, aren't bees like becoming really rare? Like beekeeper would be a hot thing. Like people need to <laughs> pollinate things and make honey. And we still it seems like she'd be in high demand for this. So what did she spend too much money on the beekeeping suit? What, what's going on here? What kind of flatbed truck is this? I uh, could not tell you. There was no video attached to this. I just looked it up and it was uh, quite the story. I found myself laughing uh, the entire time as I read it. That's incredible. I so you know, obviously, as as a younger person, bees burst and they make buzzing noises, and you know. But like recently, because they, they become so rare, like I don't see bees very often. I, I end up mm. seeing like one, and it's cold, or it's in the morning, and it's not really moving around much. Or of course, so I'm like, yeah. I sort of feel bad for bees, like. But I, I guess it, I don't really think about them all that much because I. I just don't see bees anymore. Um, it's it's the yellow jackets and the assholes of the flying world that you got to really worry about. Not so much bees. Correct. I I hate. Okay, for, well, if you're gonna separate it, I hate yellow jackets. I, I hate. Right. I, I want them all to die. So uh, that's how I feel. I have a fear of bees. Um, so this are is, you allergic to bees, or you just you just don't like bees? I just don't like bees. I don't want to be stung by them. And this is coming well, from someone. I don't think anybody to... wants to be tattoos i know but like like that's what drives the fear isn't that funny it's like just a little sting or whatever it's like if i see a bee i react you know how like people have fears of spiders and they just like when they see one how they react and they swat it away and stuff 
That is mm-hmm. literally me. I will run out of a room if there's a bee in it. That's just how I am with bees. So the fact that I she used a whole bunch of bees yeah. the way she did as weapons, um, I would have been terrified in that situation. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm sort of making light of it, but like this woman, this woman assault, I mean, actually assaulted police officers with yeah. what could have been a deadly weapon. She doesn't know that they're not allergic to Correct. bees. Like, I mean, what if somebody died from this? Like, this is, this, that's horrible. Exactly. Um, right, so I, I feel, feel a little bad starting off with like the making fun of this situation, but that is um, quite, quite horrible. She obviously had a, a, a talent and should have been applying it instead of attacking people who are just doing their job. It's pretty amazing. Uh, yeah. So, but all right. So here's the thing. That's story number one. I try to do three of these. Um, yeah. I will try to do three of these, but again, we're off the rails. So it's like, I won't probably every time, but I do have three stories. So here's story right. number two, if you're ready for it. Um, I do have, I have one more thing to share about, about bees actually. Yeah, right I do have, uh, I was playing, um, I was playing like peewee football as a kid. And you know, the first game of the year, the public field they were using hadn't been kept up or whatever. So they yeah. decide that morning they're going to mow down like 18 inches of grass, like just make it so mm-hmm. we can play football on it. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, I got stung like between the eyes because oh, they've, they've obviously now stirred up this nest that was yeah. in there somewhere. There's bees yeah. everywhere. And they're like, I ah, go out there and play. It'll be fine. I get stung between the eyes, like right on my nose, between my eyes. And you know, when you get like, if a rock or something hits you in the face, your immediate reaction is go, Oh, put your hand on your head. Like, Oh, that, that really hurt. What was that? Yeah. Kind of rub it a yeah. little bit. Well, I did that. Notice there's something sticking out of my nose. So my reaction was to pinch and pull it out, thinking, I, I have no idea what this is, like what just happened right, to me. Right. But if you know, maybe this is a little bit of a life hack. You're not supposed to do that, like pinch the stinger, because it will push all of the toxin like into your face or whatever uh, it's in. You're supposed to like scrape it off. You have like a credit card yes. or something like that, yeah, or kind yeah, of flick yeah, it yeah, off yeah. so it doesn't do that. But anyway, my face like became completely flat, like swollen like out to like where my nose was like my eyes like no it was, way it was bad and i'm not really i'm not really allergic to bees i've been stung before and i don't really have all that much just must have been the area but the way yeah being stung between my eyes and the way that i like and they didn't remove them. the stinger properly it makes a huge difference so sort of life hack don't um pinch the stinger when you go to remove I it because mean... you will make it worse we're, we're not into the life hack section, but again, we're, this is off the rails. And I'm going to say off the rails probably 35,000 more times. Um, just to make it any less true. It, yeah. I mean, it just, you got to drive into the, to the heads of people. Uh, this is not the fancy tail podcast this is off the rails. Um, but that actually reminded me when you said, don't pinch the stinger of um, mosquitoes. Don't smack a mosquito into your body. If one lands on you, cause you're just ejecting the blood that's in that mosquito into yourself. So you're injecting yourself with whatever blood the mosquito has if you smack it. So don't I'm just not fast enough to hit a mosquito. I I, like have never been able to successfully like smash (laughs) a mosquito. Mosquitoes aren't that fast. (laughs) I I feel like I've just never been able to like manage that slow motion. You're like Well, That's you know awesome. that, that time moves faster for mosquitoes and things like the smaller things. Like True. They, they sort of make fun of that in like in like Hollywood yeah. and stuff like the big lumbering giants. But like, that's real. Like we move yeah. slow for them. <laughs> of course. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. They feel the breeze before your hand gets there. I get you. Right. 
All right. Uh, and, and real quick before we go on to, you know, we were worried about this episode being too short, but I just, it's not happening. So anyways. No, that um, was never on the no, no. <laughs> no, forever. But back to my fear of bees. Like, so last summer yeah. I, I had bees in my yard. I was like, what the heck? Where are they all coming from? I don't see a hive anywhere. And then I noticed they're coming from the ground. So what these like regular yeah, bees? Like, no, these are hornets. These were hornets. Oh that, yeah. That like, okay. So then I had to spray like two full cans of this stuff into this hole in my yard. And then once I just, you know, after a couple of days, didn't see any more hornets coming out. I dug it up and it was like the size of a basketball, this nest that was in my, in my yard, in the ground. And uh, it just only increased my fear. Wow. And is this like in the grass? Was it like being watered? Like how, how did yeah, they no, survive? It was in the grass and it was like the first time I mowed um, early in the summer time. Gotcha. So yeah. once I did that, I just, I, wow. You get yeah. to wait until early in the summer to mow your lawn. We're mowing our lawns in like early spring. All out here. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I get, you know, I, I get like, a month and a half of summertime so let's mm. not let's not go there hey how do you feel about sharks i i, I like sharks I, I i've gone i not technically a shark like whale sharks i've actually gone swimming with whale sharks um i i think they're i think they're fascinating i sharks to me never get old like watching sharks or like watching airplanes take off like the, for some airplanes reason, take those, off yeah airplanes taking off it's just like it's i'm still in awe by that like in how, person or just like videos of airplanes taking off um, both i guess but like mostly in person right like mostly in person like if i see an airplane taking off and it's like you know i think it's the coolest thing ever but anyways so i will say this i i'm gonna say the next is it, the next story has nothing to do with airplanes it's it is about a shark story okay, so, so is this a sharknado situation where there's sharks taking off no okay. is that where the airplane came actually, in actually you know what yes bear with me okay great story number two a big shark lands on a fishing boat off new zealand court uh coast I'm, I was pretty close this sounds like yeah, sharknado already <laughs> pretty close so a new zealand charter boat crew and their customers ended up with an unusual story to tell when a large shark jumped out of the water and landed on their boat. Ryan churches. They're going to need a bigger boat. They're going to need a bigger boat. I was waiting for that one. Here it comes. Uh, Ryan churches of churches charter, New Zealand said his crew and five customers were fishing for kingfish off the coast. When a large Mako, I think it's Mako, M-A-K-O, shark yeah, Mako. Yep. took their bait. We were fighting it normally, and this is in quotes. So he, the guy was explaining it. He said, we were fighting it normally, and it was jumping around. I told the customers, if it jumps on the boat, get out of the way. So the, 30 seconds later, this shark comes flying out of the water and lands on the bow of the vessel uh, where this, where this, you know, um, shark landed, there's actual video of this. So you guys have to look this up. Um, I watched the video and, uh, luckily it was on the bow and everyone else was, was, you know, uh, 
on the other end doing the fishing. I'm sorry, it was on the what? The bow. I know I kept saying bow, right? And it was the freaking bow. But, oh, okay. No, I honestly didn't hear the first time. Okay, but the, the no, front no, no, part no. of the ship. The front part of the ship. <laughs> the bow. <laughs> the bow, okay? Now, the skipper said the shark managed to flop itself back into the water after about two minutes. Uh, they said he got away safe. There's nothing much we could do. We can't go up in front uh, and go near it because they go absolutely bonkers. So this yeah. this is like, again, you want to talk about nightmares coming to life. Imagine you're on a boat and you're just fishing and a freaking this shark, by the way, because I watched the video, looked to be about mm -hmm. 10, 11 feet long mm -hmm. and jumped right up on it and landed right in the front on the bow, not the bow, the bow. Yeah. That is um, now Mako sharks. If, if people don't know what, what Mako, those are, yeah. these are the fastest sharks in the world. Yeah. Terrifying, but also a very cool story to tell since, since nobody's been, been hurt, I guess. Well, it probably, cause they said, he said that they caught one, like, you know, it, they got, they had it hooked. So probably just like broke free of the hook and then hopped up onto the boat to like, I don't know, get away. Cause like the boat was in the way they probably wanted to jump over it. But these things like great white sharks, my favorite shark. And I know that's probably like a stereo, like, like everyone probably, their favorite shark is a is a great white but these things kind of look like them where they have the the white underbelly and you know they're pretty ferocious looking so it this one uh watching that video was pretty cool to see but if i was actually there i don't know if i would be uh totally into it are you ready for story number three keaton i am i am ready for story number three yeah let's hear it all right story number three and the final story before we get into our life hacks. Now, before <laughs> this is why I wanted to right. save. I was about to say something earlier, and I want and and I held off on it. And it's because this one, when we think of weird stories, I think a lot of people think Florida man, right? Yeah. So this exactly. one actually starts. This, this one actually starts. Florida man charged with <laughs> breach of peace after allegedly threatening to unleash a quote, quote, turtle army on the public, disrupting a police station and cursing at 7-Eleven customers. That's just the Curse title of this thing. At 7-Eleven. Okay, oh, okay. I'm, I'm intrigued. <laughs> Going all over the place. This story is not that long. This is a, the shortest story of the three, but I had to throw it in there because it's a Florida man story and it's hilarious. Yeah. So Thomas Lane, 61 of India Atlantic, Florida, I guess, was charged with a breach of peace in misusing 911 and resisting an officer without violence. Okay. However, okay. It says, according to the county sheriff's office in News 13, wherever this is, Lane was arrested after reports that he made multiple threats at various locations along the boardwalk of Indian Atlantic near Melbourne Beach, allegedly calling himself the saint and threatening people by saying his turtle army will destroy them. Wow. So, uh, this guy had to have been on some kind of drugs 
I would think. Yeah. Um, maybe he needs to team up with like the bee lady. They could become like super villains. This seems like there's some radioactive material away from like having superpowers. Yeah. And this wasn't like, I wasn't trying to go on a theme here, but all three of these stories had to do with animals. So, <laughs> I mean, we got bees, turtles and, and sharks. So, I mean, you know, do what you want with it. But this, I had to put this in there. It was a Florida man story. There was no follow-up with this, which kind of disappointed me because I want to know what happened. Like, and I, I wanted pictures of this turtle army. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to see something. Yeah. But uh, now, the turtles are interesting though, too, because you have like, if you had turtles, you yeah. have like army, Navy and Marines, right? Because you have like sea turtles. You have turtles that are on land that can go in the water. Right. And then you also have like tortoises. I mean, so you could like, really, this is like a three front assault, assuming you don't find a way to make airborne turtles. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just, for me, I mean, maybe if they, what if they're snapping turtles, you know? Yeah, you better bring that some lettuce or you're in trouble. That that changes. That change. <laughs> I, I think they prefer cabbage. I don't know. Oh, cabbage. Bring, I mean, his turtles, maybe it's kale. Maybe they, maybe these turtles eat kale. I don't know. <laughs> I think they prefer humans. I mean, he's raising this army. So I, I, had, I had some would... turtles before that were little bastards. They would bite your fingers. They would prefer anything but what you were trying to feed them. Yeah, the, I had a pet turtle growing up, and it had that classic, like, red around the eyes, and I called him Raphael because for obvious reasons. Yeah, red-eared sliders. Is that what they're called? Yes. God, you learn something new every day. <laughs> Speaking of learning something new, that's going to do it for news. However, let's get into some of these life hacks that we've been talking about. And, uh, you know, since I'm the host, I can defer to you and, and, and let you go first, Keaton. So why don't you go ahead and give us your first life hack? I would love to go first. And, and this one's very timely, or at least it will be soon. But because okay. after Halloween happens, there's a contingent of the population that thinks that December comes after Halloween. Um, so they're putting up their Christmas lights. They're getting ready to go. And yeah. Nate, you yeah. and I are dads. It, it's our yeah. job. Get out the ladder, climb up on the roof. Of course. Christmas lights. Like that, that's sort of the, the rite of passage. But, um, the, you know, and I don't mind doing it in, in November, but when you get into December, getting on the roof becomes a little more tricky. Maybe it's icy. Maybe it's wet. Mm. gets colder. That part sucks. I don't like Agre doing, and Agreed. then you have to take it down. It's not as much fun as putting them up. So this life, life hack is, involves the takedown part of this. Okay. Um, and so when you're hanging your Christmas lights up, you generally are have, if you have gutters or shingles on the front of your house, you have like some little clips or something that you're like hooking them into, right? So they're mm -hmm. not like permanently being screwed in, right? It's something that they can kind of come off of. Right. So what I have is a, um, it's a handle that goes on like a, a painter roll. You know, like the rolls of paint like for doing a wall. Yes. So you hold the handle and it's got the little wheel on it thing. Of course. Well, they have extenders yeah. for those. So they, yes. they have extenders for those that just screw into the end of those and make it a longer pole. So I have one of those poles. I have package taped an Allen wrench to the end of one of these poles. Yeah. And I use it to unhook the Christmas lights without climbing back up on the roof. I... <laughs> so I can just kind of use the Allen wrench to so grab the little... Yeah, to hook it and pull them off instead of having to climb back up there and like reach it with my hand or get on a ladder. So I don't even need a ladder yeah. for this. 
And it's it's works so well that I have this tool that I used to use for painting and yeah. an Allen wrench that I used to use for you know IKEA projects, but it's been taped together, Nate, for like yeah. eleven years. Like wow. it is the same tool, the same Allen wrench and stick, and it's the only thing I use it for. One time a year, I use this Allen wrench that's been package taped to this paint roller stick um, to make sure that I don't have to get on the roof twice because it's terrifying. It's been taped for eleven years. Yes, I have not. I have not retaped this thing. It is like I'm pretty sure I cannot separate the two at this point. They've become fused. You must have used the sticky kind of tape. Oh, it's 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 packaging tape. Like it's yeah, it's all yeah. There. No, I, I it's I, not coming. I know. So it's so not okay. Up. Please tell me your list of life hacks are all ones that you've come up with. They are ones that I use. And they've there's there's solutions that either somebody has shown me or that I kind of came up with. Um, yeah, they're, that's all of mine. Fantastic. Okay. Um, well, I mean, you did a great job with like teeing up the story and doing all that stuff. I'm not going to do that. Like I I just looked <sighs> up stuff, and I'm just going to share okay. it with the people. Okay. I'm very excited to hear them. Do you like uh, scallions? Do you use scallions in any meals you make or anything like that? You know, the little green onions? Because if if you do, I'm going to tell you right now. They yeah. actually, they regrow in three to four days. So all you have to really? do is just, yeah, yeah. So you just place the rooted stumps in a cup of water, and you can get three or more batches out of each bundle you buy. So this is not only very resourceful, but you're saving money as well, and you're and you're getting more bang for your buck instead of throwing them away once you've cut the scallions off. Save the roots and put them back in a thing of water, and they'll grow in three or four days. So when was the last time you had to purchase new stock? I guess. I mean, uh, is this <laughs> infinite like you can just keep doing this forever uh well it says that you can get like three or three plus uses out of it so you can you can do that until it doesn't work oh anymore. it says so, yeah there's a there's a legend there's a cap this okay this three uh-huh yeah yeah okay so anyways this is what i'm yeah, gonna believe when i when i see it Wait, so it's just a cup of you know water? What, though, you don't have to plant it. You just put it in water? That's correct. A cup of water, man. That's it. I'm telling you. I huh. I, 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 I watched I a know. video. It sounds too good to be true. It was a time-lapse video. I watched it. It might be. It might be. And that's the thing with some of these life hacks is like, you know, it works for some people, doesn't for others, but it's worth the try, right? But, but honestly, uh, well, you know I what? I was yeah, just it's say, basically free. Try it. I was just going to say, how much could scallions possibly cost? But the freaking price of groceries right now. So, I mean, there you go. So, you're welcome, people, right. for you scallion lovers out there. Just do that. Yeah, that's not what I'm going to be trying because I'm, I'm not a scallion lover myself. But um, if you are, I guess you can have three times as many scallions. As you I mean, you I, I'll move on to my my next one, right? I'll start. I'll start with my second one here, because this one I actually okay, do. Okay. I actually implement this one, and this one I can back up. 
this is Great. for okay. cat owners. Yeah, I want to hear this. Okay. And and already when I say cat owners, I'm I'm sure people are like, oh, dogs are forever, or whatever. It's fine. Yeah. I was never a cat. Cats person. are the worst. Yeah, I know. Trust me. But I got one because our dog died three years ago. It was my son's best friend. He needed a new companion. My wife and I didn't want a new dog. We wanted an animal that we could go away for a day and leave the you know, the animal at home and they'd be fine. Hence, we got, we, you know, whatever. Long story short, we got a cat. Her name's Tootie. She's freaking awesome. Nice. And she she made me a cat person all of a sudden. However, now for, for kitty litter, use mm. wood pellets instead of kitty litter. And this is, I swear to God, I really do this. Um, now, wood pellets, is this like the stuff that you would buy to put in like a hamster cage? Or are you like making wood pellets no it's not I mean, it's not shaved they're actual pellets that you would put in like yeah for like small animals or even um horses like to to oh for, okay for, for cleanup okay. and stuff so yeah, yeah. they're they're actually like these cylindrical pellets that uh you pour into the container you would put the litter in uh, and my wife and i we also use uh like uh, was it baking soda to help with the with the aroma, but mm. these the we use cedar um, wood pellets, and 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 get this like for around seven dollars, you get a forty pound bag of this stuff, and we only have one seven pound cat, so it's like this bag lasts for like three months before I have to go out and get another one. So what yeah. happens is the pellets they dissolve into sawdust after getting wet. So every time my cat pees, you know, a few of the pellets will dissolve and they turn like into kind of like a dust. Right. And mm -hmm. here the, the thing is that there's no odor. OK, as long as your cat does a good job of, of you know, burying their poop, there's no um, odor. And what I do is it lasts like for a whole week. Right. Of course, yeah. we go. We, we you know, my, my son, it's actually his pet. So my son, he's Leo. His name is Leo, and he's uh, seven and a half. He every morning he does the scoop. He scoops, you know, scoops the poop out and puts it in the toilet and we flush whatever. But um, honestly, it's like we save so much money on it. So like every week, once the pellets are no longer and it's all dust, I just go outside, dump that, right, clean it out, mm -hmm. clean out the container. And then just put new pellets in and start the process over again. So this one actually works. So I, I, I like that one. There's definitely been a theme with yours so far. You're saving people money. Um, well, I also yeah. learned something else about you, Nate, that you have you are so bought into this cat life thing mm -hmm. um, that you described the smell of cat urine as an aroma. I mean, you are <laughs> bought in 100 percent i well here's the thing i can say there's no aroma which is what <laughs> i said and i can tell you i've actually never smelled and i've had my cat for two years now and i've never okay. smelled her pee i've never smelled her pee because wow i, I mean just this hack works I, then because cat urine is the and we worst. have it in this open we have it in our downstairs um bathroom that we keep the door open uh so she can come in and out because it's like in this um shower that we don't use this half shower that's where her litter is and so she goes in does her business whatever like i've never smelt her pee because i only smell cedar wood 
So it, it actually works, man. I'm not even, I'm, this is no joke. I, I, I'm convinced. I mean, that that's, if I ever had a cat, which I won't. Um, <laughs> I, totally get it. I will Dude, try I this. totally get it. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. One thing about cats, I will say this is like, I've always said, and, and what, actually my first pet when I was like three or four was a cat um, that my sister and I found and mm -hmm. we kept it. Her name was Cubby, whatever. But it's like, the, the reason why I, I don't like cats is because they can be your best friend for 10 plus years. And then all of a sudden they just like whack you and scratch you with their claws. And they, you just can't fully trust the cat. I so legitimately that, thought you, you were going to say they would be your best friend for like 10 seconds. Because I feel like that's more the time frame of a cat deciding that it wants nothing no, to do with I, you anymore. Well, you know, I think I got lucky with my cat. But yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I, 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 trust me, I am not your typical cat person. It's just, I, I think we just got lucky with our cat. Can but I take us off on. the rails for just a second? I, I take yeah. us off the rails. We, I, I saw this post the day the that I was... this entire time. <laughs> yes, it's true. I, I saw this a social media post the other day that I've got to bring up. I'm like, I always forget to write down who posted them so i can't give credit but okay it was about the difference between people who rescue cats and the people who rescue dogs yeah like the 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 person who's rescuing a dog they like apply they go to the shelter they meet the animal the right. rescue chose me we're like now part <laughs> of this family and it's this great big rescuing a dog right oh yeah, i have yeah, a yeah. rescue i'm a rescue mom or dad or whatever yeah but people who rescue cats are like i don't know i found it in the trash <laughs> <laughs> okay like because that's what Whatever. happens like if it's, you found it's, your cat it just okay fine let's continue this <laughs> i'm going i'm going off the rails with you buddy because i'll tell you what i'll tell you what what you described with the dog process we went mm -hmm. to a very serious place like two and a half hours away from our house yeah. to get this cat like and we didn't even oh, know really like, we just had leo pick out whatever cat he wanted right but however I thought we were going to take the cat home. Like we bought a cage and everything to put it in so we could just take it home. No, no, yeah. no. So we had to meet really? with this cat in a separate room, make sure it was a good fit for us. And then once we said, yes, I want that cat, they were like, okay, we'll call you in a couple of days to do a video chat because this was during the whole COVID thing. Yeah. And we'll do a video chat with you. And we want you to walk, walk us around your house and show you us what your house looks like and where you plan on putting you know their their towers and where their litter is gonna go like it was a serious freaking process. yeah my and, goodness and and we had to wait like a week before we can go back and they're like yeah everything's good you're you're free to take her home and we finally took her home so it wasn't this like we went to the shelter that was very serious about you know every cat they had and they had like 150 cats when we went in there so i'm surprised that they do that but that was the process to get our our cat so it was more serious this time good okay well the, the person who posted that on social media has been corrected by, by yes. Hamilton. well i you know you know the unnamed person named uh keaton denley i i'm assuming <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right buddy give us a, give us another life hack okay um i've got one I hope that this one's helpful for people. So to me, a, a life hack, you you know, it's a life hack when you're doing it because it's just something that you do because it's easier. Yeah. And somebody goes, wait, what are you doing? Like, wh right. why are you, why are you doing that? 
and when, and then they see you're doing it the right way. Like this is the way people should be doing it all along. And um, I've got one of mine, and it's um, cutting a, a piece of PVC pipe. Okay. Um, have you ever had to cut PVC pipe? Yeah, it's not easy. No. So there's like specialty tools for this, right? But if you're like a weekend warrior, you know, you're out there doing a project, you don't have a specialty tool to use, right? It's like supposed you're to be something that grips it with a with a big project. It's something that, that grips it with a blade, and you you tighten the blade, and then you use a circular motion and you continue tightening it that's like that's the tool you do with with pvc but anyways go ahead right yeah you're you're supposed you're supposed to use like that but i have a feeling most people don't use those but what they're going to use instead is like a circular saw or something that's like dangerous like, like a, you shouldn't like be like trying to just ram this yeah. through this piece of pvc pipe all you need to cut pvc pipe is string that's Get it out of here piece of string will cut any piece of pvc pipe i'm not joking with you nate this works if you have a, a patio or you. sidewalk outside your home you know no i 100 100 okay. string all right go ahead Please if you have a piece of uh, concrete outside that has those sort of relief lines in it you know like the where the cracks are supposed to go in concrete it kind of gives you a nice little pass through so what you do is you put the pvc pipe on the ground and you stand on it basically like so it's under your toes so it can't move away from you and it's okay. now perpendicular to that crack in the sidewalk got it you run the run the string that you have underneath the pvc pipe through the crack in the sidewalk so now you have okay. the string in both hands yes. with the you know sort of you're straddling over this thing and if you yeah. rotate your hands back and forth like pull on it alternating yep. almost like a sawing motion yeah, yeah it yeah. will actually melt its way through the pvc pipe like just through friction and you will get a smooth cut with no jagged edges. It will melt its way through the plastic PVC pipe. It works. This is this is this cannot be real. This cannot one, be real. One thousand one thousand percent it works. Could I use floss? Yeah. If you you might be able to use floss, but if you if it'll break easy. I mean you kind of need so not kind of thick string, string like but fishing, like like a fishing no no not, not fishing line, just like like string that's like you know um like cotton you know like strength? a pencil like a pencil lead like a little bit maybe at the same, same thickness as like pencil lead okay so like, like like a heavier like a heavier yeah we're not talking rope i mean it's it's okay, string, I got, okay. but okay, that can but okay. that can withstand tension like because if it's if it's um i think if you try to use floss it would break but if you have like that woven floss you know some floss oh. is like yeah, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. woven that might that might work actually um and then all obviously right. it, it depends on the gauge of the pvc you're using like if it's really thick you're gonna be there all day but if it's right. you know three quarter inch pvc or something or you know inch something like that you can get through it yeah no problem with with piece of string wow i'm, I'm yep. i mean i have pvc downstairs i've got string uh try I'm, I'm gonna try this yeah. in, in fact i'm probably gonna do this before i go to bed tonight so yeah you, you gotta try it, it works <laughs> Yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks for that. I think that will probably be very useful, except, you know, it's like you want to make sure you're getting the right spot and it's not sliding on you. Right. So that's going to be well, that's that'll be the trick. Well, you just got to be good at it. But that's the same thing if you're cutting it. it right. I mean, you have to be careful and yeah, it's twice true. cut once sort of thing. Sure. All right. So this one. Like, and, and it's funny. It's like a lot of these things are kind of like common sense, but it's like you don't think of it because of a certain situation. 
And my wife and I just went on a road trip this past summer with our son. And, you know, like, I don't know, 14 hours in the car, which obviously a long time for any young kid. It's a long time for adults, too, to be in the car that long. Yeah, no kidding. Now, this one is just, and again, this might be something you do or have done. And you're like, of course, Nate, this is why haven't you thought of this before? I But I had to share it because it wasn't something I thought of before. I'm hoping it helps other people. Yeah. Now, if you're on a road trip with young kids, right, and they have to use the bathroom. Now, I don't know why they say young kids and you have to use the bathroom. Like everyone has to use the bathroom. So whether you're on a trip with young kids, a road trip, or just a road trip with friends or you're just yourself and you mm. have to use the bathroom, it says to stop at a hotel rather than a gas station or a restaurant because you can park right at under the often covered front door of the hotel and use the lobby bathrooms, which are usually empty and almost always clean. Nate, this is next level. I've definitely gone to conferences and stuff at hotels and used the like lobby bathroom and thought this is the nicest bathroom I've ever been in in my life. Thank you. Exactly. Like so better like, than the guest room bathrooms. No, I'm not even joking. Like we would stop at gas stations and use like the bathroom that's outside that you have to get this like key that's on this giant block kind of thing. And it was like so sketchy. And it's like, why are we even there were times we stopped at a restroom and we're like, this is so bad. And we had to just we just left and went to another gas station. I don't know why gas stations are like <laughs> the place to stop to go to the restroom when really if that's what it is there are hotels everywhere and go you can pick stop. like a nice one right I like know, a hol- yeah like it i mean a holiday inn is is what it is but i mean that's perfect for what you need it for you know but yeah I mean? but you can go to a hyatt or anything else i mean nate this is actually really good i Thank this you. one i've i'm using this man because you're, you're totally right like i've i've really been in bathrooms where it's like this is amazing. I need to like make a model of bathroom in my house after this. Like I want the whole experience of like the music, the playing, the whole deal. Instead I'm of with having you. to deal with like filthy rest stop or gas station bathrooms. This is great. And Did just, you come up with this? No, no. This is something I looked up and I'm, and I'm just like, I, I as I'm reading it, I'm like, uh, why haven't I even thought of this? Like just it's a just a nicer experience right especially when you're on a long road trip to stop somewhere nice where you can just stretch your legs and and not worry about like too many crazy people around you and being in sketchy neighborhoods go to a lobby of of a hotel and you're set man i i really like this one that that one is is fantastic um i've got i've got two if uh these ones sort of go together if if i can go next yeah go right ahead please all right. Um, so these ones are two that I, I like to go camping. Uh, so these are two that I that I use camping. Um, nice. Avid camper, but I do not own a lantern. Okay. Okay. You, you don't need you don't need a lantern. Okay. You, flashlights, great. Yep. Campfire, yep. great. Um, the difficult thing with those two things is it's difficult to use them if you're like inside the tent, like getting dressed or like blowing up an air mattress. Like you can't really hold the flashlight and do those things, and you can't bring the campfire inside. You need light in your tent, but you don't have a lantern. And people may be aware of this. So I'm sorry if this is already well known. Turn the flashlight on in your phone. Set it down. Take a bottle of water that you have, presumably while you're camping. 
set it on top of the flashlight, instant lantern. It will light up the space no. that you're in. Oh, yes. Because the, the problem with a flashlight is it's it's directional. Like it'll just shine a light on the wall that you're looking at. But you right, put your phone right. face down so the flashlight faces up. Take a water bottle. It's got to be a, a clear water bottle, like a plastic. Yeah, I see you taking your beer and setting it yeah. on there. The, the brown glass is not going to work. <laughs> no, you need like a, it, it can even be like a okay. Mountain Dew bottle, but something that's like transparent with a clear liquid in it. It makes it, sense because then it probably shoots the rays everywhere, right? Right. It it disperses the light because light will travel in a sing, singular direction. But when it collides with the particles in the water and the, the plastic itself, it basically makes the whole water bottle act as a light source. And it will light up the, the room that you're in. What You know, obviously tents or some small room. But um, you don't need lanterns. You just need the water bottle you have with you anyway and your phone, which we always, I mean, you have these two things with you, I assume, when you're camping. Instant, before instant you get to your next one, because I got to say this before I forget to say this, yeah. is the beauty about life hacks. And, and I think the term does is used like too much uh, with certain things. But mm -hmm. th the thing about these types of life hacks is like <clears throat> we've become so reliant on new things and new technology and stuff. And like that we lose sight of being creative and we lose sight of like the like using the things that we have in front of us right you know what i'm saying so like yep. when we look these things up like man it's like i'm probably gonna spend the rest of the week <laughs> looking up life hacks and just jotting them down uh to use them because that that right there that's brilliant i mean i love it i i, I love the life hacks that don't really cost you anything because if you google life hacks it's going to be like, oh, what you need to do is buy all these art supplies and Legos and these like binder clips. And you can make <laughs> this thing that makes it so your phone charger doesn't fall off the table. Yeah. Buy like, the MacGyver bought, kit. It's like, it's like, <laughs> yeah. Have you bought Legos recently? Like this costs you $65. Like start one. Like I want I want an answer that like is things that I have like, Correct. right now. So, yeah. I mean, Legos is a bad example. We got kids. There's probably Legos. Yeah, but you don't around. want to invest in a life hack. Like that's, yeah, that, it's just that's actually things... going against what a life hack is. Right. All you're doing then is you're, you're buying a solution to your problem. You're not <laughs> hacking what anything. we're doing. Exactly. Nice. Right. So um, my next one is starting a fire. You're camping. You're trying to start a fire. Oh, uh, easy. You... I do that in like three seconds. I'm too good. Right. At it. Yeah. It's so easy. You use Doritos, right? I do. <laughs> No, I don't. I've heard of this though. It's it's fantastic. So Doritos Dude, or I Sun love Chips. How you just transitioned into that. That's amazing. Go ahead. Go ahead. So like Doritos or Sun Chips or you know, the ones that work best for me, they kind of have like that dust on them. They also are cooked yeah, with yeah, oil, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so they burn hot and slow long enough for the larger pieces of wood to catch fire. So when you go camping, you think, okay, I need firewood, I yeah, need yeah. snacks. Correct. But you're not always thinking, okay, I need like newspaper. And what where do you find newspaper like you know to, to use for this or like smaller pieces of wood, or you're not out there with a hatchet trying to like chop down and splinter off smaller pieces mm -hmm. of wood to make kindling or trying to find dry you get news you get newspaper from your grandparents, just just so you know. That's okay, it. yeah. If from they're your, still if they're basement. still alive. It's all right, everybody. <laughs> but that's where right. you get them. But I, I promise you, use uh use chips to start a fire you only need a couple of them place them <clears> down there awesome. with maybe some paper or whatever else you got around it could even be like napkins and doritos <laughs> it will it will start a fire for you it, it works great i have i have actually heard of this and yeah. and 
it, it just kind of it kind of terrifies me, right? Like the things that we are meant to consume that can be used for these types of things. Like, no, no, you're, you're thinking about this all wrong, Nate. What? Doritos are such good fire starters because they mm. contain energy. Your body can easily convert this into energy. <laughs> you're being way too optimistic here. I think, I think, <laughs> I think the fact that it can, it, it, it can catch fire in, in, keep that fire going long enough yeah. to to engulf wood <laughs> nate uh, you know what else catches fire alcohol okay true that's <laughs> what i'm saying you're, you're just proving my point though like and then like there's the the whole pepsi thing like the pepsi can clean rust off of anything like that's another good life of, hack another good life hack see, right it's a good life hack but it's like we consume that stuff and it just it makes Nate, me makes me a little pay a lot of people pay a lot of money for a colon cleanse. <laughs> All you need true. to do is drink Pepsi. You've got that around the house. Very true. Problem solved. All right, I'll I'll <laughs> go back to back. We're pro we're probably getting toward the end of our our, our life hacks, but I'll I'll, I'll give okay. two in a row because the first one's pretty quick. Yeah, but in this this it's not good for podcasting because there's an image involved here. But I'll explain it. And we can tweet okay. it out. We'll tweet out this image. Yeah, oh, that's fine. I, I have it. And I, I absolutely, I'll tweet it from the account. But it says here that every box of foil, meaning tin foil, has these handy roll locks. Okay. So if you get yeah. like a Reynolds wrap of tin foil, I never knew this, by the way. And I've mm -hmm. never used it. I went downstairs and I checked, and it, sure enough, it's there. It's these perforated edges on each side of the outside of the box that you mm -hmm. push in that then hold the roll of tin foil in mm -hmm. place so it doesn't jump out when you go to pull on it yep i had i did did you know this already you know it's fine i and i don't know maybe it's the brand my parents bought growing up but they always had this so I didn't yeah. know it was a thing until I bought a roll that didn't have it. And I was like, what is, why is this broken? Why doesn't it punch in on the sides? <laughs> well, you know what though? You learn that from your parents that they even used it. Like I have it, but I never thought, I never even looked at the side. Like who cares to look at, you want to open it up and you want to just grab it and pull it out. Wh whoever thinks mm -hmm. to look on each side of the thing, be like, oh, there's perforated edges here. Let me poke those in. So it holds the thing because it's the worst when it comes out and it just unrolls on you because yeah. tinfoil, especially, it's very hard to, you know, roll back up without it being all wrinkly and weird. So it is a it is a great design feature, but I challenge its status as a life hack because all you're doing is using the product for its intended purpose. <laughs> it's a, well, you know, it just goes to prove <laughs> how stupid we all are, including myself, obviously, because I never even knew that these things had them. I just wish it was like it, it should be like, hey, check out the sides, you know, like on the on the top or something in the ads for tinfoil. Is so that what, what you want them to yeah, but like? They can't just assume that you know that the box actually has meaning other than holding the roll there. You know, it's like you're right. If a cup of coffee says caution hot, the roll of tinfoil should say punch in the side so you. that way you can Amen. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. It should. It should. And and the the reason why it even says caution hot, by the way, is because some idiot years ago 
mm-hmm. took a just a big gulp of coffee and burnt their mouth and sued the company that served them that coffee. And then now that's why they have that. It's just right. You know, yeah. So anyway. if you've ever like cut yourself on tinfoil, which really freaking hurts, actually, like oh a paper God. cut with tinfoil, like those little worst. things on the sides will prevent you from having that injury. It's very important. Well, there you go. Use the sides of your tinfoil uh, boxes, people. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll move on to my next one. All right. Okay. Yep. Uh, when and, and this one, this one actually, you might appreciate if you you probably do this already because you're in the West Coast and you're it's always hot where you are, so you probably. You know, figured out all this stuff. Can I guess? Can I guess what it is real quick? Sure. Sure. Go ahead. Are, are you putting aloe vera in the fridge? No, but that is a good <laughs> one. That is a good <laughs> okay. one. The sunburns? Yeah, no. It's, it also puts you oh, in Oh, it shock. feels so good. <laughs> Try it. Put aloe vera in the fridge. I have. I have done that. And it's amazing. However, no. But it is something to do with cooling down on hot days. Okay. Right? Yeah. And it's a very simple thing. So it's not this huge drawn out explanation. But like if you're at the pool or beach and you're going into the water, flip your mm-hmm. sandals or flip flops upside down. So the sun heats the bottom of them as opposed to them burning your feet when you go come out and put them back on. Why? Why have I not done this already? See, OK, see, this is what I'm saying. Like this is the it's such a simple it's I feel so stupid so for like what? burning my feet on sandals all these years. Yeah, you, you, I legitimately you, am shocked. <laughs> You're welcome, buddy. I mean, I thought of you immediately when I when I saw this one, so I had to put it in there. I've like I'm like trying to like put them underneath towels or like find shade somewhere. No, you, no, you're doing like, it wrong. Just flip them just over. Just turn them over. Just oh turn them God. over, man. You're good. You are a hacker, sir. Hey, hey, you're welcome. You know, I I actually did my research. <laughs> that one is that one is that's good. I like that one a lot. Um I, I do have one more that I would you like. Have one to more, okay. And then I'll end with my last two. Uh, Great. one or two. One or two. We'll see. Okay. Go ahead. This one is losing um potency as time goes on and people write less. They're using their phones and digital media more often. Mm-hmm. But if you mm-hmm. are making a list and maybe maybe you're shopping holiday shopping, for example, and you're making a list of the things you want to buy for your spouse, your friends. Yep. But you have this list and instead of crossing things off, you want to hide what you've bought so far. You don't want like your your wife seeing this list of things that you're buying, flowers and nice. Yeah, of course. Necklace, exactly. Things like that. You yes. don't want people yes. to see once you've crossed it out. Right. But if you've noticed, if you write something down on a piece of paper and scribble over it, you can still see what it ah, says i looked at i there. I, I know where you're gonna go where right? go ahead god i've looked it up so what you need to do is write another word or random letters over the top of what you just wrote and it will become unintelligible like yeah you know what you wrote and you still won't be able to read it and if they do that trick where they turn the page over and try to like feel the indents or look at the indents on the back side of the page they will not be able to tell what the original word was once you write over the top of it try it Write a simple word, like four or five letters or whatever it is, even a full sentence if you want, and then just write letters over the top of it instead of scribbling it out. And you will not be able to tell what the original word was. So if you need to hide a written message, but you don't want to destroy the page it's on because maybe you have other things on there you need to remember, you know, save. 
uh, just right over the top of it. Or you make an embarrassing spelling error and you want to just hide it, do that. Yeah. I mean, that's it's amazing. I just I just did that. I just wrote rails, right, for off the rails. And now it looks yeah. like uh, nor nope with the letter eight, like nope or yeah. a number eight. You write like house over the top of it and stuff because your mind doesn't know what to make. I don't even remember what word I used to write over it. Like that's that's incredible. Right. Yeah. You won't be able to tell either either of the words, not the one you wrote over it or the original one. It works. I love that. I love that. I'm going to go ahead and, mm, you know what? I'll start with this one. I'll, I'll end it with two. So it says okay. here that to prevent your bathroom mirror from fogging up after a hot shower, it mm -hmm. says apply a small amount of car wax to the mirror. Let it dry, then buff it with a soft dry cloth and your mirror will not fog up. Oh, but yeah. it would have it would have droplets of water on it. It just wouldn't fog. I would I would think so. Yeah, but it, it would just roll raw, you know, roll off and dry as your bathroom does right. after a shower. So I'm okay. kind of curious to try that one out. I wonder but if like, it affects the the mirror in any way, like if it, if it makes your mirror kind of fuzzy or like you put a Vaseline filter on your mirror. I know that's the only thing is like is like. Try it on and, a small and, mirror first. Like, yeah. don't use it on your big bathroom mirror or something. And, and the truth is, do any of us really like? We're a couple of guys, so maybe maybe this uh, you know appeals to other people. Uh, maybe no, other guys. Really I'm feeling this it. one though, Nate. You know why? You are okay. Okay. Because why? there are, there are there are ladies in our lives who yeah. take showers, and they can Hopefully. use the mirror. Yeah. Generally, the bottom half of the mirror is fine for yes. them. Correct. If I need to look in the mirror, I'm looking at the top half of the mirror Correct. that is fogged up. Yes. So I this is for me, not for them. Okay. Okay. I, I enjoy this one. Fair enough. To me, yeah. I don't care <laughs> to, to like look at you know the, the mirror. Like I will I will get out and dry myself off and, and wait for the 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 fog to go away. Like I don't really for me this one. I don't know if I'm going to actually try it, but if you do, let me know if it works. Cause I'm curious. I might try it on a smaller mirror first. I'm not going to do it on my like over the counter, big mirror. Cause I'm, I'm yeah, a little worried yeah. it's a trick and I'll ruin it. Right. You know, cause there are those too. There are, <laughs> there are those people will say like, Oh yeah. Life hack. Put your whole thing of silverware in the microwave and it will clean it in an instant. And you know, obviously, yeah. it's going to destroy sawdust in your gas tank. It works like, great. Or, you know, yeah, 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 like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but I'm going to end it with this because this is actually something I've done for years, and it's again one of those most simple things. But maybe people aren't thinking of this. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now we're a couple of dads. We're we're older. We go to the grocery store, right? We, yeah we well errands, we not as often things. anymore i can get like instacart of course yeah yeah <laughs> i mean we're, we're again reliance on technology you know, technology yeah. yep. but if you do make a trip to the grocery store park close to the cart corral rather than the entrance one thousand percent yeah yeah this is i do this every time like right next to it if i can and it says to, you know, obviously you unload your groceries in the car and then quickly put your cart right into the uh, corral and then 
you're on your way. You drive off versus mm -hmm. like there are times I'm like, yes, I got the best spot. And I'm like, oh, the freaking cart corral is way down there. Yeah. So it defeated the whole purpose of me not having to walk. Right. So I think that's the best parking, the best parking situation for you to do when you go to the grocery store. And you know what else you're doing in that same process? You're yeah. cutting your chances of door dings down by 50 percent. <laughs> it's very true. Very true. And it's fantastic because, you know, for where, yeah. I, where I live, it gets regularly over 100 degrees in the summer, 110. Yeah. And if you have little kids, you got to load them in their car seats. You got to put the groceries in the car. Right. And now you've got to walk the shopping cart back an eighth of a mile to the freaking cart corral because it's way out somewhere else. Just yeah. no, it, it's right next to your car. Done. I love it. That's a good. Well, one. you know, I was I was concerned when we first came up with this idea that maybe we should do multiple things but clearly life hacks just took over and and we we were able to make this into a whole podcast an episode a whole we need a part two like let's do I another think, one i think like... we do. i mean yeah, maybe for you know uh, you know let's let's have a few of these first but then i think we should have a part two because there are so many of these things, and I I learned some stuff tonight. I don't know. Did you learn anything? Uh, I'm not going to burn my feet anymore. That's for damn sure. <laughs> if I go to the beach, I'm not going to put my flip flop. Why would I? Why was I doing this, Nate? Yeah, I'm so well, dumb. I know, and uh, it's it's just amazing. But anyways, that's going to do it for this episode of Off the Rails. Uh, you know, we're going to return back to the Fancy Tilt podcast, Fancy Football next week. So obviously subscribe be you know enjoy that however if you did enjoy this and you know other people in your family that would enjoy episodes like this where we just kind of you know talk anything and just discuss it and uh you know we have a good time with it why don't you go ahead tell them hey you know share share this episode and then whenever you see the off the rails because that's what we'll, we'll, we'll title this episode off the rails. And there's a whole separate thing. Uh, it's kind of under the umbrella of fantasy till podcast, share that with your friends, family, everybody. And, uh, you know, we'll continue doing this because for, for Keaton and I, as much as we love fantasy football, we also, we talk a lot about life and, you know, this is just a fun break for us to do this. So, uh, Absolutely. thanks again for joining us. Uh, Keaton, you have a good night, buddy. I can't, can't wait to do this one again. And uh, we'll see you guys uh, next time. Stay off the rails.